back, ladies and gentlemen, to another Tanner Wilkinson podcast. I am your host, Tanner Wilkinson. I am, of course, joined by Tim Gatman. Tim, say hello. Uh, hello, how are we doing? Pretty good, pretty good. And as well, we have Maxwell Stottle. Howdy, howdy. Howdy. Um, let's just jump right into it. We got a big weekend coming up of UFC, our sport. I feel like we, we might just have to corner the market on UFC, <laughs> us, us intellectuals. Um, Charles Oliveira versus Michael Chandler. That's for what belt is that for? Light heavyweight, lightweight, weight, lightweight belt. Khabib's old belt. Yeah, twenty. What was Khabib? Twenty nine and zero when he uh, when he retired. Yeah, it's pretty good, I guess. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Uh, I I mean, I I did you guys see the press conference today at all? I saw the face off. The face-off was pretty cool. The face – I mean, there's some, like, Chandler – I don't know. I don't like Chandler, but he seems pretty good. And he – honestly, I don't I'm, – I'm not really sold on the whole era that much either. Like, Chan, this is a, this is Chandler's second fight in the UFC, right? Yeah. Yeah, he knocked out Hooker, though, which is, to be fair, pretty impressive. But I don't – they were talking a lot of shit, shit at the press conference too, which so there's some actually. Tony Ferguson was going after Chandler, like Tony Ferguson was going after his opponent, like Tony was, Ferguson, uh, saying that uh, Chandler didn't want to fight or not, yeah, that Chandler didn't want to fight him and he only got the fight for the belt because he has uh, Dana White privilege uh, was one of the funnier moments of the press all conference. time. That that line's <laughs> gonna go. People are gonna use that so much from now on. Anytime someone who probably doesn't deserve a title shot gets a title shot, Dana White privilege. Just from now on. I I have Oliveira winning this. I think Oliveira is better than Chandler. I think Chandler also Chandler looks like he's on steroids. Are we not is that just the other Yeah, no, no, yes. Chandler that's, that photo with his veins. That's how Oliveira makes him. That's true. The zoo made. <laughs> to be a tough look for Mizzou wrestlers if uh, uh, Chandler loses and Asker just got knocked out in less than a month, <laughs> and 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 Tyron Woodley got kicked out of the UFC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All M-I-Z. happens in less than a month. Uh, some notes on Oliveira I have. I've been watching the Embedded. He wears glasses. I don't know if I trust that. I don't know if I trust a guy who just wears glasses around. But uh, I think he's gonna win. Uh, he obviously won the face off. He's also like tall. He's pretty tall. Mm-hmm. Oliveira known for being a submission specialist. So I wonder, I wonder what odds you can get on Oliveira by submission because I feel like that's the way he's most likely going to win. Well, the thing from Chandler's Bellator career is he he's really dangerous for like the first round and a half, two rounds, but he has a tendency to gas pretty t- hard. So I think the later the fight goes, it'll probably, it could favor Oliveira that way. But Chandler's also just super dangerous for the first round because he's he has that right hand or he has the overhand that just destroys people. Oliveira by submission is plus one eighty five. So if you're gonna bet Oliveira, yeah, I think that that's might not be bet. a bad bet. Um, Especially if Chandler fight. tries to take him down. Do you want to go to the second fight? Yeah. You I think Ferguson's in some trouble here. Well, Tony Ferguson, who's who's the guy he's fighting? What's his name? Uh, Benil Darius. 
Dariush, I think is Dariush. Anil Dariush. Tony Ferguson. I've I since I've been a UFC fan, it was like the first time I watched Tony Ferguson fight. That was when I like kind of like started watching UFC. And he hasn't won a fight I've watched. He's 0-2. I've bet on him both times. Like, I, I think I'm the Tony Ferguson curse because I'm going to bet on Tony Ferguson again probably, and I'm, he's going to lose again. So if you're going to if you're gonna bet on this, just fade me. Take the other guy. I'm going to bet Tony Ferguson. Also, in, in Embedded, he's literally, like, running around Houston uh, at, like, 2 a.m. every day just to, like, stay fit, which is – Psycho, psycho move. Just running sprints in the. He's running sprints on top of the uh, Theta Chi uh, parking garage, like stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's cutting season. <laughs> Stodd, who do you you like, Darius? Don't you? I do. I, I Ferguson hasn't wowed me lately, as you said. He's zero two, and then he's also just dude. He's old. His age is getting up to him. He's thirty seven, and this Benil guy is twenty. 20 and four. I, I don't know. I think I'm going to ride with Neil. I think I'm going to ride with Neil on this one. Ferguson's last fight was against Oliveira, though, who's fighting for the belt, which is something well, that you should take, which is something that should be considered. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. He's fun. He was, I don't know. His 12 fight win streak has not aged particularly well. It's not nearly as, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. As yeah, Poirier yeah. is more impressive. But are there uh, win streak? Are there any other fights on this card that catches your guys' eye? Yes, Shane Burgos, Edson Barboza is going to be. I it, it'll be a banger. They Shane Burgos just like doesn't go down, and Edson Barboza just like has like unreal kicks and everything. It, it they they're just going to like walk at each other and try to. Punch the shit out of each other, basically. So is that on? Is that on the main card? Yeah, yeah, it's the opener on the main card. I think it's featherweight. Boys are small. Um, there's also uh, Valentina Shevchenko's sister, Anton Antonia Shevchenko, is fighting on this card. I would probably just bet on her on the last name alone. You know, <laughs> yeah. she's a Shevchenko. I'm probably gonna bet on her. Um, I'm just looking at this card. There's a guy named Mike Grundy fighting, and I don't trust that because Oklahoma State's head coach is Mike Gundy, so I'm probably going to bet the other guy. He's also fighting a guy named Lando, so I'm really – Oh, no, Mike Grundy's 12-2, and dude. I don't care, dude. I don't like Oklahoma State. (laughs) (laughs) Me me knowing about the fighters is is just as likely to win as me not knowing about the fighters, so – you know, <laughs> that is true. If I can just find a guy to like say I don't like and root against him, I'm gonna do it. I'm probably gonna do it. Also, he's bald, so grow some hair, dude. Um, we we're talking UFC, so to end it, I feel like there's only one right way to end it: our John Jones segment. Also, actually, let's talk about John Jones and the and what's happening in the heavyweight division right now. Reoccurring John Jones segment. Reoccurring John Jones segment. <laughs> John Jones, I've seen photos, I've seen uh, seen videos. He looks fat. He's a fat person, right? He's 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 got a he'll cut before his fights announced. Come on, he's just building up mass, all right? He's building up mass. He, he looks kind of fat. Also, he, he's got White. the steroid gut going, as as they like to say. <laughs> okay, steroid got going. Dana White says Jones is is uh 
Jones Stipe is looking like the fight that's going to be made, which I don't Jones, really, I don't Jones really like. Did not that. like that. Jones yeah, on Twitter about that. He tweeted something about how he's like not going up the heavyweight to fight Stipe. He'd be yeah. like, I'd defend my belt against him, but I wouldn't fight him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I who does he? Who's he going to fight? Because I mean, I feel like he's ducking in Ganu, and he doesn't want to fight Stipe. So what, like? You got to fight somebody, John. You can't just be gaining all this weight to just put it on. Derek Lewis, John Jones, make it. That's literally <laughs> what I said during this, before the Steve A. Ngannou fight. I said Jones and Derek Lewis to fight the winner. And it's just, I was like, I don't understand why this can't happen. I would, I would love to see Derek Lewis fight. Honestly, I want to see Derek Lewis fight Ngannou. I want to see Derek Lewis fight everyone. Because I want to see, like, see Derek Lewis, Jones versus John Jones. Just for the fact the shit talking beforehand would be immaculate. Just absolutely <laughs> immaculate. It'd be it'd be something. Derek Lewis walking in there and compared to like John Jones, just like body type and how they'll each look. <laughs> Very reminiscent little, of, of Jones well, DC. <laughs> a little less than a month ago, Jones tweeted a video of him like working out and he was saying I'm bigger, stronger, and faster than I've ever been. And my trainer told me I'm around 35% of the athlete I can be. We have so much work to do. That had How all old that. is John Jones? Oh, isn't he like 32, 33? Okay. So he, he, so but he, there's a lot of tread probably, on those tires. Yeah. Yeah. He has yeah. been champ since he was 23. Youngest ever. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's transition to some NFL talk. Schedules were released. How about that? Um, I looked at the Browns schedule. Browns are going to go 15-2. and two. That's pretty cool. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on the schedule? Um, okay, so as a newly affiliated Bolt Nation Charger fan, not looking forward to the first eight weeks, they have a gauntlet ahead of them. In the first eight weeks, they go through uh, – let me see. It goes, they go to the football team on the road. Then they're home to the Cowboys. Then they're at the Chiefs, home to the Raiders, home to the Browns, at the Ravens, home to the Patriots. And then they have a bye week. That's that's a little gritty. I think that's a bit of a gauntlet. And that's going to be a tough test for new head coach Brandon Staley. But if you can come out of it like four and four or even above, it'll be much more of an upgrade than Anthony Lynn no matter what. So I'm looking forward to that. But it is a bit of a tough first start for the Chargers, I will have to say. Not great to be a fan of a team and say the first eight weeks which is half the schedule looks tough that's not a good sign if you're looking at the schedule not very good um that is true first game of the year is cowboys bucks thursday night which is kind of cool also thursday night games aren't bad anymore i looked up the thursday night schedule there's no like dolphins jags or anything like that which is sad if if uh aaron Rodgers stays on the packers i think every week should be like a good game like i don't think there's like a bad week of games or at least intriguing because there might be rookie quarterbacks playing in one of them or something uh browns and chiefs are week one that's something i got circled that'll be a good game in kc uh week two chiefs ravens uh week four brady versus belichick and week six kyler versus baker just some games i've written down for the first half also a note i made the chiefs should probably just be prime time every every week why not? Like, make them the 4.30 game or the Sunday night or the Monday night game every week, please. Like, I want to watch them. 
Also, I'm a little biased when I say this, but the Seahawks should also maybe be considered primetime every week because, I don't know, every single time the Seahawks have a primetime game, dude, they are – that's a crazy game. It either has a crazy finish or it's a crazy score. Like, it is a good game no matter what. And I think I saw something where the Seahawks are actually tied with the league lead with five primetime games this year. I'll have you know. Sure, dude. Go Seahawks. See? Hawks! <laughs> Tim, how are your Vikings shaping up? Have you looked at the Vikings schedule? Uh, at Cincinnati. Oh, we play Seattle at home in week three. Uh, first home. I, yeah, I mean, this is a – I don't know. It's not that it's, – it's a decent schedule. It's not terribly difficult, but – I'm really excited for this season, genuinely. I think they're um, – this is probably the most excited I've been for an NFL season. I'll say it. There's a lot of good football players. The London games are a little stinky, I'll say, the two London games. You've got well, Zach Wilson versus Matt Ryan. It's a little stinky. Drip check, baby. But next week after that, we have Tua versus T-Law. That'll, That'll be cool. cool. That'll be very That'll cool. Be cool. The fact that those games start at like 8 a.m., though, aren't cool. Yeah, the Browns play on Christmas against Aaron Rodgers. I have that written down. Uh, games on Christmas and Halloween this year. How about that? Oh, yeah, hitting the holidays. Also, tough look for basketball with football on Christmas. Yeah, I was – yeah. Basketball, Christmas has always been kind of basketball. Yeah, football. Stay in your lane. Play on Saturday or something. Relax. Well, football is Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly. You get Thanksgiving. Let, give give my little basketballers uh, – I feel like Thanksgiving Christmas. is more indicative to watching sports too. Like you just eat and drink, and yeah. like Christmas you do other stuff. Mm-hmm. The best part about Christmas basketball is that it's on from literally like eleven a.m. to eleven p.m. So you can bet every single game and just sit on the couch and not do anything if you want to. That's my favorite part about Christmas is ignoring my family and watching basketball for twelve hours. Uh, <laughs> See, I'm not know, a big bas- basketball fan, but when you get 12 hours straight of any sport i'm on board with it like <laughs> yeah never gonna say no to that i'm gonna i'm looking up the thanksgiving schedule right now justin um, fields versus jared goff potentially to lead off the day on thanksgiving gonna have to drink about eight beers before that matchup <laughs> that'll be a fun game that will be fun um raiders at cowboys and bills at saints okay that's kind of gross bills at saints yeah, I don't really know what to think of the Saints this year. Who's their quarterback going to be? I was about to say, is Winston, is James Winston going to start? Is that what we're seeing? It's well, either Winston or the voided contract of $140 million for four years to Taysom Hill. So we'll find out there. $700,000 million to Taysom Hill. Don't worry, guys. It's voided, okay? It's voided. What that means, yeah. <laughs> We're giving him a billion dollars in Dogecoin. That's, what, that's his contract. It's like, what, man, what is going on? Thanksgiving um, is kind of lackluster. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, it kind of – so I'm looking at the I'm amount of primetime games by teams, and uh, kind of sucks that the the Jags and Cincinnati, they only have one primetime game. They just got to get better probably in order for them – because they have the quarterbacks that, like, would sell, like, an audience and viewers, but they just don't have, like, the team yet. And I guess Jacksonville has Urban Meyer, who's apparently – a little bit of uh, not exactly being loved by the Jags front office, I've heard. 
they're not thrilled about that Tim Tebow signing. Apparently, they did not exactly give him the okay for that. But hey, it's Urban Meyer. <laughs> he just he, went, you know, I Urban said, Yeah, Urban was like, care, dude. <laughs> so the, the Packers, Saints, Cowboys, Seahawks, Steelers, Raven, Rams, 49ers, Chiefs, and Bucks all have five night games, is what they're saying. Um, I don't think the Saints you, should have five, but I I don't or know. Saints always have a lot. Yeah, same with Pittsburgh. They're they're always gonna have a lot, no, even if they're bad. All right, how the hell do the Vikings have four primetime games? <laughs> yeah, baby. Well, the Bears. Probably... <laughs> well, the Bears have Justin Fields. I'll watch Justin Fields. I'm not watching Girl. Kirk Cousins. I might watch Justin Fields beat the shit out of Kirk Cousins. Maybe that's why I'm watching the primetime. I may root for Justin Fields in that game. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you get the shit out of Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I saw like a, a post on Instagram where it was a clip of Justin Jefferson saying like the difference between Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins is that Joe Burrow had like has a little more swag. Swag. And yeah. the top comment was like, "Well, no shit, Kirk Cousins is a thirty-year-old freaking dad." <laughs> yeah, he said that on the herd. He cooks his steak in tinfoil, by the way. So yeah, I don't, just can't believe that is... guy doesn't have any swag. Wow. Anything else we want to touch on on the NFL? Uh, saw today that the Giants are allegedly quote unquote pissed that Devontae Smith was drafted to the Eagles like the Eagles were able to jump him and get him and I'm like well then try harder don't trade back trade forward well did you see who might be trying out for the Giants no who fat, fat Kelvin Benjamin ah, he's a Popeye's biscuit says. away from being obese yeah yeah, yeah. there we go <laughs> the same wavelength we do it, it's an all-time line it's an all-time line by Booger uh. Also, Booger on the draft was hilarious because they didn't let him talk ever. And every time he talked, I never listened because I was too busy yelling, yay, Booger, woo, Booger. <laughs> like, he's like my favorite, like, football personality. Booger, I just, Booger predicted that Notre Dame would beat Clemson for the second time. And then at halftime, like, the, they asked him about it and, like, the look on his face was so funny because I don't think he expected them to, like, call him out on that pick because he was the only one who picked Notre Dame. And they were like, so why'd you do it, Booger? And he's like, well, I thought they'd have the advantage in the trenches, but obviously not, with, like, a big smile. <laughs> and then starts laughing. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is bad. You can't you, – I hate people that hate on Booger. Like, he's, he's awesome. Booger's hilarious. But, like, I don't want to – like, sometimes I do. Sometimes I want to, like, watch a game and, like, listen and be like, oh, that's a good point. But half the time, I just want to listen and laugh. Like I want, I want to, I want to be like, this is fun to listen to. I, I, I love, I like Romo because he like can kind of call plays before it happens. But some of the times he's like tries to be like big shot NFL like announcer guy. He kind of just comes off as stupid. Like I was watching the, it was like two years ago. It was like the Chiefs Texans, Chiefs Texans playoff game. Oh, and yeah. they, were, they were talking about how like not like to not go for two at some some point when they were down like 16. And I was like, what does how does that make sense? He was like, they could go for the win if they score two touchdowns and kick a field goal. And I was like, or they could go for the tie with two possessions. Hear me out. Hear me out. So it's yeah. like I want to I want a guy like Booger. I don't want to I don't really want a guy that's like serious. But that's well, just one more thing about the uh, NFL schedule I'm looking at. 
I think our I haven't looked at the whole Thursday night schedule, but I think early contention besides I guess the Bucks and Cowboys game for week one, I think like early first half of the season for game of the best game. I think we got to go week four when we get Jags and Bengals in a rematch of Joe Burrow and T-Law rematch of the national championship. Potentially that could be a good one. I think Joe Burrow's alive by then. <laughs> <laughs> like genuinely. If Joe, might if Joe's Burrow, if Joe Burrow's <laughs> knee isn't ripped off of his body. Like, like, yeah. it's like a gladiator scene. They play. If, yeah. If Khalil Mack isn't holding his leg above his head, <laughs> like the yeah. thing from Travis Scott. Leo Mack has uh, Joe Burrow's head on a stick. That's that's how they end the game. The photo of the Bengals revealing their like new uniforms and Joe Burrow's and the white the white ones and it's just covered in grass stains and all that already. <laughs> Hate to or see it's it. The picture of him in the New Jersey on the throne and it just shows like the huge scar on his scar. Knee. Yeah, and it's like it's like a uh, yeah a wide receiver. We'll take a wide receiver, please. <laughs> yeah, but he'll have Jamar Chase so. You got Jamar is going to be open a lot. <laughs> this is a good. This is a good spot. Let's transition to our uh, a recurring segment, hero and zero. Stan, you want to start us off with your uh, your hero or heroes if you have multiple? Yeah, I just have one this week. Pretty simple. My hero of the week is a guy named Jared Kalinick. He is a prospect for the Mariners, number four prospect. And he just got called up today for his first game of the season because he suffered an injury in spring training. And he's the and he's uh, leading off for the Mariners tonight, so that's cool. And he's also – it's probably time that the Mariners get him. We need some flair. We're about to fall under 500 for the first time this season, a familiar place in previous years. Home sweet home. It's taken a while, but we're – I think this is the right thing we need to get a little more juice on the team here. So my hero of the week is Jared Kalinick, and I think he could be – quite a good face for the MLB. That was your baseball talk of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Tim? Probably of the month. Probably of the month. Probably of the month. Probably of the month. Tim, uh, your hero? Uh, my hero, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with uh, Tom Brady's dad with his comments that he made today after uh, – about his son going – what was it, like going up to Foxborough and, like, basically beating the shit out of uh, – of uh, New England or something like that, something along the lines of that, like even, handily beating them. He, he had some line about on like a, I can't. He had some line. He had some quote though, something about him beating uh, Brady or beating Brady going up and like beating the Patriots handily. So I mean, confidence is important. Champs. They are yeah. the Super Bowl champs. That's also the uh, most expensive, like, early season ticket or early pre preview for, like, season ticket. Like, it's, like, 1400 bucks I think, for general mission right now just to go to that game. That's going to be a cool game. That will be a cool game. Uh, my hero of the week, Jermaine Lamar Cole. J. Cole. Not only, not only is he dropping an album tonight, he's also playing basketball in, like, Rwanda <laughs> or wherever. Also, have you guys yeah. seen the video of him dunking? Yeah, he's getting, he's getting up now. Like he might actually be like decent. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if Jay Cole's good. I watched a little documentary, and he has a full basketball court in his house, along with the recording studio. So sounds like Drake. Yeah, <laughs> except he's dropping an album, Drake. That's fair. I hate Drake's got to drop soon, right? 
He's got to. Certified lover boy's got to be soon. Got to be soon. Stodd, you're zero or zeros of the week. Yeah, just one. I could have touched on this last week as well because this is when the exact incident occurred, but I'm going to just touch on him as an overall person this season. This dates back actually to when the NBA resumed in the bubble last year almost. My zero is Luka Doncic. Ooh. I think the facade is up. He leads the league in ejections this year, leads the league in technicals. He cheap shots Colin Sexton in the very important, very important Sexton body part that you do not want Sexton to get cheap shotted in. The sex man. And I think, I think like the scams up, like people see Luca as just not exactly this guy that everyone thinks he's going to be, Oh, he's just this guy. That's a good international player. I think he's a bit of a dick part. I'm over him. I think he's the zero of the week and the Mavs are losing and I kind of want to see his downfall. So he's Wasn't he like an MVP candidate before the season, and then he's never lived up to that, like, feeling? He's been pretty good this year. Let me oh, give you his stats. I mean, yeah, he, I think he's averaging, like, 27 and 8. Okay. Yeah. That, that's and he's, averaging, he's averaging 28, <laughs> 8, and 8. So, yeah. yeah so, okay. he's LeBron. <laughs> he's LeBron, but LeBron's not a dick. <laughs> yeah, Luca's kind of a baby. I'll, I'll say it. Luca's kind but, of being a baby. He came from Real Madrid. Can we really expect anything less? <laughs> really, really uh, good, but also kind of a diva. That's that's what I'm getting here. I don't want to be uh, the pot calling the kettle black, but white privilege? Question mark. Luka Doncic, England or uh, your European privilege? Is that what we're uh, is that what we're saying right privilege. now? <laughs> Andy has Andy has the scariest man in the NBA protecting him, Mark Cuban. So. True. This dude's protected. He could probably have 50,000 technicals, and Adam Silver would be like, don't care, don't care. Don't care. Tim, you're zero. Uh, I'm going to go with Bitcoin owners. Uh, Ooh. What's his name? Uh, Elon Musk tweeting out the whole thing about how they're pausing the use of Bitcoin with Tesla because of the environmental impacts that it has with the mining, which I guess – they produce Bitcoin mining produces like more or uses more energy than like the country of Sweden. So they, they use a lot, a lot of energy is used. And I guess a lot of the mining is done in China. So it's not exactly uh, what, what green energy sources, I guess would be the way. It's not very eco-friendly. You don't think China is (laughs) eco-friendly? They're using coal. uh, Just a hamster wheel. (laughs) So, and he tweeted out about that and the stock like went straight or shot down or it dropped a decent or it dropped a decent amount. I mean, it's still really high. It's still Bitcoin. Yeah. Elon Musk, I think he, I think Elon Musk might have a little bit too much power. I think, well, uh, the, if you're like looking at crypto, like Bitcoin as like a potential replacement as like a real currency, like you can't have like the, like it, you can't have it be like this volatile. Like the yeah. U.S. dollar doesn't rise and fall depending on the tweet or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I have three zeros of the week. Number one, I'm going with the Boston Celtics. Uh, Jalen Brown down with an injury. I think they're not going to make the playoffs. That's that's my hot take. I don't think. The Celtics will make the playoffs. I think they're going to lose both games in the play-in and just miss the playoffs. Uh, I watched them play the Miami Heat, and they looked terrible. The Miami Heat also just looked really good. Like uh, Tyler Hero, 
who I'm going to transition into right now is my second zero of the week. Uh, he has maybe the worst haircut I've ever seen. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I will. I'll pull up a picture. Tyler Hero. Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, but he has a Chipotle bowl. Wins and losses, I guess. By, <laughs> for my man, for my man, Ty Hero. Uh, <laughs> terrible haircut. Sick bowl. Also, <laughs> haircut is kind of a bowl cut. Oh yeah, that that ain't pretty. <laughs> that looks like something you create on NBA 2K. Like when you go to create your player and you want like the, the low fade, but like <laughs> he literally it looked like he just like got the raise or got the trimmer, just went <laughs> all the way around. I, I know for the podcast that's gonna be excellent content, uh, because I was doing something visual, but that's kind of just what it looks like. It's it looks as if someone just took the buzzer and just went over the forehead, over his forehead, and just kind of made a bowl on the front and then a fade in the back. Bowl in the front, fade in the back. Business in the front, party in the back, kind of, maybe. So maybe I don't hate it. But my last zero, Bradley Beal. Have you guys seen the Bradley Beal? Yeah. Pays more beef. Defensive Bradley much. Beal. Sheesh. Bradley Beal. Uh Worry about making the playoffs, okay? Uh, worry less about Kent Bazemore. Worry about making the playoffs. Also, his wife was tweeting at Kent Bazemore. Um, relax. That's never good. Take a chill pill. Like, they were tweeting out Kent Bazemore's stats. Like, they were like re- – like, Kent Bazemore, his quote was, like, talking about how Steph is going to win scoring title. And he was like, yeah, people are pulling hamstrings to try and keep up with Steph. And you would have thought Bradley Beal – or you would have thought Kent Bazemore called Bradley Beal's mom ugly. Like, he, he went off. He had, like, six tweets. His wife tweeted about it. They tweeted, like, Kent Bazemore stats. I think, hey, Bradley, you're better than Kent Bazemore. Yeah. Ignore him. Like, Bazemore was at, like, a press conference thing after practice the next day. They brought it up to him, and Bazemore's like, relax, man. It was just a joke. <laughs> yeah. He was like, dude, it's, it's not that serious. So, we have a new segment. This, I, I think this will be our uh, other Thursday segment. We have our ranking segment. And this week, what is our, what is our, what are we ranking? What is it? We have our top five, top five people you would like to have a drink with, whether that's a beer, maybe, maybe it's a, a nice cocktail glass of, maybe it's a cocktail, maybe it's a glass of water, glass of wine, our top five people. I think what we should do, I think you can, well, I think we'll just go around and go five, each of us say our fifth, four, three, two, one. What are your guys' thoughts on that? I'm cool with that. Is, is this just have one drink with or getting drunk with? Uh, you go to the bar with them. If you okay. drink one drink, okay. sure. You drink all okay. the drinks, sure. Uh, I think I, I think I want to start this one off. I'm going to start this one off. With my uh, number five. My number five. Uh, Rudy Gobert. I want the biggest drink I can get so I can throw it in his face. Uh, Rudy Gobert, talk about the biggest French baby I've ever seen. Uh, he's my number five. Stan? Number five, have Jesus, because he can turn water to wine. So that would be sick. Jesus was on my outside looking in. Uh, tough, tough for uh, JC. Tim, you're five? I'm going to go Ron Swanson at number five. I think it'd be pretty mm. fun to go get hammered with Ron Swanson. You can try to get hammered. I think he'd drink you under that the is, table, Tim. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Uh, number four, I've been watching a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I've gone with Larry David. Uh, underrated underrated person, I think. Stan? Uh, number four, I have Ari Gold from Entourage. Oh, 
Very good. Pick. I'd like to, Very maybe, you know, after a hard day at the office, being an agent with Ari, go hit the bar for a happy hour. Who says no? Certainly not I. Tim? Uh, I'm going to go Harvey Specter for number four. Go get a. Very good. I don't think Harvey gets drunk, but it'd be, it'd be interesting to go. <laughs> yeah, I bet he's got some good stories if he did get him drunk. Yeah, that is true. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with Young Thug. Imagine going to the club with Young Thug. Just imagine that. The, the absolute scenes you would see. Stodd? Uh, for number three, I'm going to go with uh, Steve Will Do It. We know how much he can drink and stuff, but I'd like to – try and drink with him as much as he does and see it see how it goes steve, steve, will, steve will do it stod will do it i uh, i don't hate that tim i'm gonna go blackbeard the pirate for my number three pick <laughs> i i think it'd be funny to go <laughs> what a pick what an absolute pick i, I think steal. it'd be funny I think to go be on the board all day blackbeard <laughs> absolute steal uh for number two I'm going to go with Michael Scott. I think Michael Scott would be uh, hilarious just to watch. It would be kind of just free entertainment. Like um, just imagine watching him roam the bar, try to get a drink. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Dana White and drink all, drink all of his uh, Howler's head. And free, free alcohol. That's smart. Free That's smart alcohol from part. Dana. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Dana. Tim? Uh, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Homer Simpson. I think, I think it'd be funny to go get, I think it'd be funny to watch Homer Simpson drink, but it's also Homer. So Homer Simpson, great pick, great pick, very underrated pick. Uh, number one, I'm going with your mom. Uh, that is just a blanket statement. My number one person I'd like to get a drink with is your mom. Oh, all right. <laughs> Number one, I'm I'm gonna go with Jack Sparrow <laughs> and just drink <laughs> two pirates. pirates. <laughs> two pirates. I didn't think we were gonna get one pirate. We got two. Oh my. Tim, yours. Last one. Number one. Andre the Giant. I think uh he has like he what he had drink like a hundred beers Yeah, a hundred beers, like, yeah. 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 I like I just wanna watch that. It'd be like entertaining to watch. Like it'd be It'd be like an athletic event. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he drank 100, and like they said, he could he could have drank like 100 more. Like he wasn't yeah. phased at all. <laughs> yeah, just watching him just drink as many beers as he could would just be something unreal. <laughs> I think we all got pretty good lists. I think this is this very good segment we've uh, we've come up with. I'm pretty sure no one's ever came up with a ranking segment. I think this is very original. Um, we'll probably have to copyright this, but. That's our that's our Thursday show. We'll be back on Sunday. Good show, good show. We'll be back on Sunday for a little NBA playoff preview. Also, special guest, future. I want to say future uh, uh, NBA or future basketball Hall of Famer. Maybe I'm going to say is our is our next guest. I think we could see him in uh, Springfield. I think that's where the basketball Hall of Fame is pretty soon. So uh, I'm, I, I I hope everyone is uh, anticipating that with waiting breath. Uh, do you guys have anything else to, to say before we head out? Love you guys. Have a good weekend. Love you, boys. I'll see y'all later. Uh, everyone be safe out there. She gonna be a savage, bad bitch. Ride around in a new whip ski. Put her two cups of the whiskey. She gonna get lit coming through your 
30. Put your body down early, do you dirty. Fuck him, I'll be ballin' curry. No hezzy, Michael Jordan 23. Bullet burning. Yeah. I ain't playing with these niggas, I'm so dangerous. dangerous. Niggas talking shit, they wanna be so famous. Always on my basis. Black Panther, I'm the killmonger. I'm the real monster. AMG with the Dodge Charger. I just want me a babbage for the summer. Always on my bummer. I'm a real lover. How can I recover? I'ma have to suffer. Fuck that. Grab the gat, I'm a gunner. She gon' be a savage, bad bitch. Ride around in a new whip ski. Pour her two cups of the whiskey. She gon' get lit coming through your city. She gon' be a savage, bad bitch. Ride around in a new whip ski. Pour her two cups of the whiskey. She gon' get lit coming through your city. Hey, hey, she's savage, shorty a bad thing. I like the way you fuck it up when you got mood swings. She got her own bag. She got her own swag I like ay, the way you shoot me love and make ay, the hoes mad ay, It was me and bro, we were jugging on the low Out here trying to make a way cause we ain't had nowhere to go Put the 40 to his face and caught a bullet to the nose Shorty told me play it safe but I don't listen to a hoe Yeah, I be with the guys, I'm outside These niggas wanna slide, we'll come and slide And I'm a triple threat, let's place a bet I spurt off in the vet, smoke them like a cigarette These diamonds on my neck, you know I spit the check on them like the hate well i'm about to flex on them i came up from nothing i promise this shit is true i ain't hating on nobody that's out here making hey, they moves hey, hey. hands on her body think i'm touching her soul she says she love me i don't think that she know that i'm a demon and i'm twisted for show i cannot trust you that's one thing that i know i poured two cups out of drink ski i'm about to get lit i poured me up a whole three no i don't do liquor she off the whiskey she trying to get me drunk i told her please don't tempt me Pour the two cups of the whiskey. She gon' get lit coming through your city.